Shema 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 Check it out. I can't, I can't. And we'll die without the thought. And um, as we know, Rasha Noah is loaded, loaded, loaded with different types of Kedushim. And tonight we will discuss about five of those Kedushim. Okay? And of course, like we know, as always, Michael Yon, please. Give me. As you know, over here in the shore, we always do a lifetime lesson forever. Like that these shurim should be drilled in your brain to have that uh, lifelong lesson to live properly. I'm going to start off like this. Everybody knows this answer, but I'm still going to ask you a question. And let's see if you still know the answer. Question is, you. <laughs> question is like this. Question is, it says, Noah, Noah is Sadiq, Salim Hayab Bedorotal. Noah was a Sadiq in his door, in his generation. Now, what does that mean? Is that a positive thing for Noah, or is it a negative thing for Noah? What do you think? Answer? Both. How is it both? One opinion says, only in his generation, he was Sadiq. But if it was in a different generation, if no one was born in a generation where Abraham Abinu was born, or let's say, for example, Shanafeinu was born, he wouldn't be that Sadiq. Huh? Clear? There's another opinion that says, there's a cold chicken. If no one was a Sadiq in his generation, well, we know that that generation was such a good generation, and he didn't get influenced by his own generation, and he was still Sadiq. So for sure, in every generation, wherever Noah would be born, he would be a Sadiq. Ready for the question now? Everybody said, Jack, you clear? Ready for the question? Oh, yeah, you ready for the question? My question is, who cares? Who cares? What is the advice of explaining with the Sadiq over there? Sadiq over there? Just tell me not to be. Why did I tell you? Why did I tell Albert? Albert, by the way, you know you're Sadiq. Now, now, now we go ahead. Everybody starts thinking. Albert, what do you mean? Did you mean he's a Sadiq only in, the, in, the, in, in, in this generation? Or you meant that he's Sadiq in every generation? Who cares? I said he's a Sadiq. You're going to go with Chepa the guy? You're going to nail the guy now? Oh no, you're only a Sadiq in this generation, but you never hear it. Who cares? Everybody hears this question. No, oh, you hear the question. Huh? That's a chicken, dude. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? No, no. You got that? So to answer this question, I'd like to present to you an answer. A homemade answer. And this is, I'll tell you, very simple. I know back in the day. I, I know about now, but back in the day. I used to be, I used to be growing up, elementary, high school, be a very good ball player. Handle the ball. Anybody want to take a challenge? I still, I still have my game. Not as good, but I still have my game. Take it down anytime. But are you ready? I'm ready. And any, anybody, yeah? In any case, I remember when I was in fifth grade, first of all, I was rolling. Every shot, boom, boom, boom. I thought I was the best one thinking in the world that nobody could beat me. This is a sixth grade of things. You know, oh, look at me. I'm playing Little League over here. I'm, 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 I'm taking them down. But then what happened? 
as I get older, as I get older, I get into high school. And the JB League, Boston League, the different type of leagues. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, in Little League, I was. Go to the next league, I don't know, there's a lot of competitors right now. So, what was what was happening? I wasn't practicing as much when I was in, in the younger years. Why? Because I always felt I was the best. The best, I don't have to practice. I'm always the best. But meanwhile, since I didn't practice in high school, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best. Right? Correct? Yes or no? You see, in life, I want to explain to you something. In life, the yes and I personally got me many times. Like, this is the way it got me, personally. It got me like this. I would learn... Who is learning in the world as much hours as I am? There's a certain amount, more than average people do. And I felt so good about myself, which, which, is, which is fair. You could feel good about yourself. And you should feel good about yourself. Well, you're doing well. But guess what? I wasn't maxing my potential. You know why? Because in my mind, as I see the people around me, I'm learning more than them. So I feel that's it. I'm good. I'm learning more than them. But that's not the right attitude that you're supposed to think. The right attitude you're supposed to think is, I'm not measuring my greatness amongst my people around me. I'm measuring my greatness on my own potential, what I can smash. Do you understand that? I was like, uh, it was deep. It was pretty deep. Repeat it again. I don't want to repeat it like that, but I'll say it again. Your, 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 how do we say that? Please spell me Oh, your potential. Meaning, no, no, it didn't sound like that. Bottom line, like this. At the end of the day, the way you measure yourself, there's two ways of measuring your yourself. You could say, look, amongst the people around me, I'm rolling. I'm doing great. I, 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 I'm I'm learning more. I'm praying more. I'm this. But that's not the way you measure yourself. You measure yourself to the maximum potential that you can be. You can max yourself more. What do you mean? You keep on pushing and pushing and pushing. What do you mean? The sky's the limit. There's no limit. That's the exact point, Lonnie. The exact point I'm trying to make is that your potential is endless. And when you look around you, you say, oh, I'm doing better than that guy. I'm doing better than that. Who cares? You're doing better than that guy. You have to do better than yourself. And guess what? Inside of you, your potential that you have within is tremendous. You, you, you hear this lesson, by the way? And I feel that that is what the Torah starts off, where he says, Sadiq, you always a Sadiq. We're trying to define the Sadiq, but now that we're going back and forth, is it in his, only in his generation or is it every generation? Who cares? You know what the answer is? The answer is the Torah is teaching you over here. If you're a Sadiq in your generation... Don't stop your potential of growth. Continue growing. Match your own potential. Yeah, you give a tap on your back and continue going on first. I know myself personally when I look back at my years. I know who I hung out with when I was younger. And I come back and I say to myself, as I get older, I say to myself, whoa, look what I accomplished with that time. Not I'm trying to compare with anybody. But I feel good. And then you stop your growth process. Your spirituality, I'm, I'm not. I'm good, look, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. How about you, see? Which is great. Feel good about it. 
but don't measure your potential amongst the people around you. Measure your potential amongst the potential that you have within. Got that? Got that? You got that, Jack? Very important. Yes. You got that? Good. Next point, please. Next point. And that is challenge yourself. Yes, yes. Guys, the limit. Don't, don't, uh, shoot. don't, you know, you ever hear that statement? No, no, they ever, you ever hear that statement? Shoot for the, for the, for the moon, you land on the stars. Okay. But if you shoot for the stars, you land on the stars. It depends what you're shooting for. But the bottom line is you got my point. Next, it's on. Okay. Next point I'd like to discuss. So this is a continuation. Now it says over there, Noah is commanded from God. Hashem tells Noah, Noah, I want you to get a pair, a male and a female of non-kosher animal. Yes? Yes. The Bereshit Rabbah says, says, what did Noah tell Hashem after he said that? He tells Hashem, Hashem, am I, am I a hunter? Am I a hunter? How do you want me to get non-kosher animals, a pair, a male and a female, from all these non-kosher animals? How do you want me to get them? Am I a hunter? There's a perush on that that says, Noah walked out on a mitzvah. If he would have went out and would have hunted and would have gotten non-kosher animals, he would have fulfilled the commandment of Hashem. Now, it sounds in that situation where he should have went out and he should have hunted in this. But I have a question on that. Do you have any claim against Noah? I mean, think about it. Imagine Hashem told you right now, by the way, I want you to go and hunt out every single male and female man kosher animal. I said, I'm not a hunter. What does Hashem do? I said, there's no problem. No, I'm no problem. What am I going to do? I'm going to send the animals to you. Stay there. And that's what happened. The animals, the non-kosher animals, went straight to him. Male and female went straight to him. The non-kosher animals. But right now, not, well, I'm going to get there. But right now, it's over non-kosher. But my question to all of you is, is I understand. What do you want from me? I'm, I'm not a hunter. He lost out of What do you want? To be a hunter? It sounds like he, he should have been a hunter. And to this, I answer the following answer from the story of Myself and my Rebbe, Eliyahu Goldstein, my Rebbe told me for about two years in Yeshiva. And one time he came over to me and said, come here. And I go. He looks at me and tells me, I want you to do something for me. He told me something very hard. Nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's very hard. He looks at me and says, listen, if you want to be an Ebed Hashem, if you want to be a servant of God, you can never say, I can't do it. Because every obstacle is doable. You understand that? You have to be a multifaceted human being. You can't say, oh, I only do this. I can't do anything else. You have to do everything that God wants you to do, no matter what situation you're in, no matter what situation you're put in. It doesn't matter. Some people, they come on, they call me, Rabbi, I'll have to sell a body issue, what should I do? I can't deal with it. That's 100% wrong. You can deal with it. You know what he's saying? You're lazy. You do not want to deal with it. Rabbi, get away. Give me a, give me a skula. Give me a barakah that should go away. You're going to have to work on it. Yeah. 
You have to work on that, yes. Hashem wants to see that. But you can do it. Don't say you cannot do it. People have different issues in life. I can't do it, Rabbi. I can't. It's too hard for me. You can. If God put you in that situation, you can do it. You don't want to do it, but you can do it. And that's when Hashem comes to Noah and says, take the male and female lamb kosher animals. I'm not a hunter. That's not the right answer right now. The answer is, God, you want me to do that? I'll figure out a way how to do it. But you don't say, oh, I can't do it. No, no, no. I'm a hunter. No, no, no. You can do it. Huh? Is the thing I just said it right now? Very important. Same thing goes, we say in the Torah. Everybody say this in the Torah. Torah is not in heaven. And if it was in heaven, I would climb and go get it. But how are you going to get it? This, by the way, he's famous in the Pasha and explained that. It says, Torah is not in heaven. But you should know, if it was in heaven, I would figure out a way to get to the Torah. How can you, how, how can you get to heaven? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Because you can do it. Don't ever estimate yourself. Don't underestimate yourself. Sorry, I said overestimate. Don't underestimate yourself. Also don't overestimate because then you feel gaba, you know, sometimes. Don't underestimate yourself. Because you, with this, you have that power to do. You heard that? Good? Now, let's go on. Now, in order to grab that all out, we have to understand, right now, so far we understood that our potential is endless. We don't judge ourselves with the peers around us. We judge us with our own potential within. And, of course, we can do it. We can really, really do it. Now, there's one thing that's going to stop. Maybe more than one thing. You want to you achieve greatness. You want to do good. We're good, Albert? Tell me what's We're good? All right? So we want to achieve greatness. And one of those things, what do you mean? It's not recording? Huh? It's clicking right, you said? Okay, so just change the battery. All right, let's change the battery, please, and we'll continue. I think it's on that side or something like that. Did it? My uh, settings behind you. Yes, there you go. So now, huh? You what? You like it? Like it so far? Okay, good. Very happy. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Take a break. Take a break. Well, be three seconds. It'll be done. Um, uh, you put the phone on 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 uh, what's it called pause or is it still recording? Okay. Now we got to start recording. Might as well just uh, continue recording. It's recording now. We're good. Okay, let's continue. Now I want to tell you a very another very important point. Everybody's clear so far. Anybody have any questions so far? What we said. Every anybody. Okay, we'll stay now. Noah, I have a question for you. Noah, could he, how did he get saved? He built a, everybody knows. Could he have been saved by just tarring up his house? Put tar around your house. Why not? Put something around your house. And get saved. You built a teba to float. Okay, make a floating house. I don't understand. Why didn't you build a whole teba? It took 120 years to build. 
So everybody knows people say, oh no, you have to build a Teva. Why aren't you going here? Because otherwise, which is correct answer, otherwise people would say, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you have to make Teva. Why don't you make Teva? Because I'm building a Teva because in another few years, Hashem is going to destroy the world if you don't make Teva. That's the thing. Hashem wants to know how to build a Teva so, so you can warn the people to do Teva. But make me patent because otherwise it's going to be a Mabush. Another answer. Answer number two. Now you might not hurt, but now you're going to hear it. Like this. In life, I always give this example. You have a guy who's getting religion. You have a guy who's getting religion. Then you have another friend. Ah, he calls you out. Come, go out. That and that. Let's go. Chill, bro. Chill. No, I don't do that stuff no more. And now all of a sudden, what did you do? The guy on the phone tells you, ah, don't be a loser. Stop with the game. Let's go out. I'm picking you up. I'm going to fix you up, and you have to stay strong. Otherwise, you get scooped up in the, in the quicksand, right? But you got to get stay strong. That's what happens in life. Same thing with that. I always tell you the same example a million times already. You guys know it already. Uh, a person, a lady wants to start getting snails, and all of a sudden, she gets nailed by her friends. Like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing that for? Right? So it's the peer pressure. Exactly, the peer pressure. What happens? Noah is banging at the bar. He's banging in the nails. Look at what he is. He's doing it. Where are people going? Noah, you're crazy. What are you doing that for? No, there's going to be a flood that's going to flood out the whole world. What are people doing, Noah? You're crazy. What are you smoking, Noah? You're not. Yeah, they're all going crazy. What are you doing, Noah? What are you taking? What do you want? You really think that God's going to destroy the world that he created? And Noah has to stand strong. And he hears the criticism of every human being that's walking by. All day long. What are they coming? Noah, you're crazy. You went mental. You really went mental. Why are they Because you're building something 100 years. You're building the same thing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened 100 years. What are you doing, Noah? What does Noah have to do? He has to shut his ears. Make believe he doesn't hear nothing. And he has to drive. He's got to continue what he believes in. He's got to continue. This is what Hashem wants from me. This is what I'm going to do. Do or die. I don't care what people or anybody tells me. This is what Hashem wants. I'm committed to the end. I don't care if you throw 100,000 tomatoes on my face. I'm committed. And I will do what God wants from me. And that's why one of the reasons that Mephashim say Noah had to build so many years, 120 years, because Hashem wanted to build his character within. He wanted to make Noah strong, and he knew Noah was going to stand up for the test. And therefore, every day when another guy came and said, what are you doing, Noah? You're crazy. Noah, the strongest what Hashem wants is what I'm doing. That's greatness. You take your heat, and you continue. Now, now that we know that, so we know a few things right now. The potential is endless. Second, people are going to try to stop you on the way. And that's all Hashem sent you to see what are you going to do about the test. Now, third. Third, to achieve greatness, to achieve get loose. That is, a person must have midot to work. This is what I'm telling you now. It says, Noah is Tadiq. Tamim Hayab Dorotah. What is the name Tadiq and what is Tamim? The Medrash Nachum says, 
Azik in the generation of Noah, Noah was always a, a helper, a giver. He was always giving and helping and giving and helping and giving and helping and giving and helping. The years of the city, I was thinking about you and he just came to I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm thinking about you and Yair, I know what that is saying. They just like this. Said, what was he saying? Sadiq and Sadiq. Wait one second. Sadiq, he said, Mezus Hakuma brings down the law. And he was the giver and he was Bachet. Now, what does Tamim mean? It's very important. Then Mezus Hakuma brings it down. Mezus Hakuma said, Tamim is, Noah was very patient and very humble. He was humble. One of the greatest character traits in a human being is humility. Now, humility doesn't mean that you don't know your powers within. You, you know yourself well. Humility means I know myself well and I don't feel I'm better than the other guy. That's what humility means. I don't feel I'm better than you. Even though I know myself worth, I don't feel I'm better than you. Because I know whatever myself worth is all from Hashem's gifts gift that He gave me. You understand that? You have to have that self worth. Otherwise, you can't, you, can't, uh, you can't accomplish in life. Oh, what am I worth? What am I worth? No, you have, you have to know who you're worth. Well, should have been who he was. But I said, he was the greatest Nabi. You have to know that he was the greatest Nabi. But he understand he was the most humble person who knew that he was the greatest Nabi. Then he didn't have that feeling that I'm better than you. Now, one of the points that I want to bring out is that humility and patience is a very big uh, common denominator that you need if you want to be a great human being. If you want to be a great man. And everybody that's listening and that's here wants to be great. You know why? Because the Neshama yearns it. Everyone in here, inside of you, you have a soul. Or outside of you. But the bottom line is, within, you want to be great. You want to. It's a, it's a yearning because Hashem ruined that Neshama and that's automatically greatness. You, somebody told me today, Adam, why is it called Adam? Adam, a human being. Adam, means I will emulate I will emulate God. Meaning to say, you have that within. You want to be great. One of the things is humility. Pasuk says, go in the ways of Hashem. Are you going in the ways of Hashem? One of the things, Abu Yohanan in the second Nigelah says, wherever you see Hashem, you will always see humility. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. Let me see Yaka. Ready for this? What's Hashem's name? I'm on I, right? But well, we don't we don't say his real name. We don't call it. We say Amunai, right? His name. But how is it spelled? Yudke, Babke. Siyakai says, why have all the letters in the Alephet that Hashem picked those letters? Yudke, Babke. He could put Aleph. Aleph is the first letter in the Alephet. It's teaching us a great lesson. Listen to this. Every letter in the alphabet, if you spell it, spell Aleph, the letter Aleph. How do you spell Aleph? Aleph, Lamed Pei. Now, if you would take the Aleph, how do you spell it, Lamed Pei, is that high numerical values in Gematria? Pretty high, right? Take the letter Bet. How do you spell Bet? Bet, Yud, Tau. Yud and Tau, is that very high letters in the alphabet? Yes. 410. Take Gimel. Name and love it. It's pretty high. 40 and 30. 
Dalit, Lamid, and Tav is only the three smallest, unique letters in the whole alphabet. And if you do open it up and you do the gematria, it equals to the minimal, most numerical value. Which one is that? The Yud. And you have the Hay. And you have the Bav. Take Yud. How do you spell Yud? Yud Bav Dal. Very, very simple. The Bav and the Dal is how much? Ten. The inner word is only ten. Take Hay. How do you spell Hay? Let's say Hay Aleph. That's it. It's only Aleph. It's only one. Take Bav. Bav Bav. It's only six. If you take any letter in the alphabet and you spell that letter, the inner words that you spell, the inner letters that you get that other, that numerical value will be very much higher than these two. Why? Because Hashem is teaching you. I love humility. I love it. You cannot be a Baal Gaaba in life. You know what Baal Gaaba means? Very good. Again, all the... You cannot be in life... Yeah, let me get that. In life, you cannot be a Baal Ga'afa. You know what a Baal Ga'afa is? You know, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. You cannot be a Baal Ga'afa in life. What does that mean, a Baal Ga'afa? Anybody know? Huh? There's a person being haughty, and there's a person being owner of the body. You understand the difference? A guy, one second. Okay. Okay. I'll explain now. Get that going? Oh, we got to use that. We got to use this. Make sure you give Mike, uh, Mike a shambling answer, please. All right? You need to get a shambling because we can't do it in the middle of the shore. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're good? And that is the Baal Gava. What's the Baal Gava? Sorry about that. A Baal Gava is a person that doesn't have arrogance once. He's a walking, arrogant machine. You cannot do that. The King says a guy like that won't come up for the resurrection of the dead. That's how bad a Baal Gaaba is. Yeah, Hashem can be in the same place. Hashem loves the trait of humility. Anava, he loves it. You got that, boy? Patience. Look at it. I have a question for you. Think about knowing what he's doing in the Seva. He's feeding every animal. He comes late to the lion. What does the lion do? Kicks him on the shin. All right? Imagine it was you. If it was me, I'd be like, you're lying. You know, you kick me? Yeah, you know what? I'm not feeding you for a week, buddy. I want to see what you're going to do. Next week, I'll feed you. <laughs> what does God do? Next day, he's not feeding the lion. He says, sorry, you're lying. He continues feeding the lion. <laughs> if it was you, like, smack my ear, I'm feeding you. I'm going to starve you to death. I have all the food. I got all the food in the day. He was feeding every animal. You're like, yo, 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 yo. You kick me, yeah? All right. I'll give you a mate. But you? You're not getting it right now. Ah. No, I didn't do that. Noah, no problem. You have the patience to be a leader. You have to have the patience. Look at Moshe Rabbeinu. You know what's patience? You have to have to blame for you, you realize every time somebody did that? Patience for everybody. Patience for everybody. And you deal with a lot of people in your life. We all do. You deal with a lot of people, whether it's business, whether it's learning, whether it's school, whether it's in your houses. I don't know. But you deal with a lot of people. And if you want to get, if you want to get along with people, you have to give them their leeway. 
You know what I just said? Very important. You have to give them their leeway. You have to give them space for error. Because if you think, oh, why is my wife late? That's it. He said, I told 715 beer. You know, it's 715. Why not 715? The guy has the whole bug out because his wife wasn't there 715. You're not giving leeway. You're starting firecracking. Give that leeway. It's okay. Honey, I know you tried. Next time, let's try to be on time. Next time, she's not going to be on time. You do the same thing. Honey, I know you, you tried. Let's try to be on time. And that, that's how you work. That's how you work it. Patience. Patience, patience. Okay, you see? You have to have patience also to, also to do this. You have to have patience, bro. <laughs> okay. Come back to the jacket. It's still a lot. Yeah, I know what this is. Okay. It's good. It's lit. All right. All right. All right. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. You got that? We got what it means, Tamim. We got what it means. Now, another item that you need. You will need this to be great in life. What is that? What is that? That is hard work. You're not getting anything if you're not. I did. Take that back. You will get some, but if you want, if you want the real good, I'm talking about. I'm talking about spirituality right now. You have to work for it. How do I know that? It says if a person tells you, ah, two seconds. I learned the Dafa I got the whole thing. You're not allowed to believe. It. A guy goes, ah, I worked 10 hours. I still didn't get the Gemara out. You're not allowed to believe it. What does what it say? If you worked hard, the guy worked hard. Say, by the way, I worked hard for this piece of Gemara. Believe him that he understood it. I understand it. Believe him. I'm going to come without working hard. You want Olamaba? You want Gan Eden? You want to sit front row after 120 years next to Hashem? You got to start grinding. Oh, yeah. You got to start this. You got to start grinding. Yeah, let's do it. It's not going to just come off. Let me, let me do this. Let me do that. And after 120, you want to sit next to Hashem? You want to sit front row? You could sit front row front of Hashem. But you got to work hard to earn it. You have to earn it. And schedule it and make it happen. How do I know that? From Noah. What happened? The kosher animal. You listening? The kosher animal. Noah had to go and get it. Non-kosher animals came to the Teva automatically. Kosher animals, Noah had to go and get it. Why? What's the difference? Huh? Answer, what was he going to do with the kosher animal? Give it to his korban. You want to give Hashem a korban? Go get it. You better go work for that. Yeah. And it has to be like that. You have to earn it. Sign a coming in a silver cloud. You got to go earn it. You want to be chacham in life? You got to work for it. You want to be tzaddik? You got to work. You want to be tzaddik? You got to work. Yes. It's not going to go sign my fingers and let me be. Work on we go to what I have a friend of mine, very good friend of mine. You see him every five seconds he's riding a pan. I'm like, What are you doing? I said, What are you doing? So this is my pen. I said, What? Anything that I feel like I did wrong, I write it down. 
No, after improving it, after improving that, all day he's trying to improve himself. He has a pay. He goes over every single day. He goes over his whole thing. What I do better over here? What I do better over here? What I do better over there? I should do this. I should do that. Should I do good over here? Yes, I should do over there. Should I do better over there? Yes, I should do good over there. Everything is always contemplated. Why? Because he wants to be that. Get something that's called Shata Dishmaya, divine help from God. Hashem gets involved and he says, Wow, you did your part. You worked hard to get what you got to. Guess what? I'm getting involved right now in your life and I will do the rest. But you got to match it. How do I know that? Now, some of them up. After we got out of Egypt, we're going to try to, what, to go to Kriyat too. We're going in the river, in the, in the sea. As we're in the sea, what happens? Nashon has to keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, until he couldn't go no more. Until he got the involved, he couldn't breathe. I said, if you did your part to the max, I'll do my part. He specifically. You want to see that? You go to the max that you can go. You go to the max potential, you can go the most strength that you can go. You do it, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. You did it? I said, now it's my turn. Now, I'll take over, and I'll give you that help that you need. Because I saw you did your part, I will do my part. And then you start seeing miracles. Then you start seeing things in your life where, wow, I can't believe this happened, I can't believe that happened, I can't believe that happened, I can't believe that happened. How did it all happen? The answer is, because Hashem saw that you tried so hard and you lacked your potential, and then I will take over from now. And guess what? That's what happened with Noah. Does it make sense? He's in a Teva. I don't care what cruise line you're in. I don't care how big the cruise line is. You have a Mabul out there. You think his cruise ship should have collapsed? Even with all the weight. Think about it. Even if you're on a cruise ship, how big is Noah's cruise ship? How big is it? Huh? Special boat, yeah? Yeah, I don't care how big it is. But the boat, with all that weight, do you realize they say that every drop that came from rain was first heated in Gehinam. And then after it went into Gehinam, then it fell down to the ground. You know how hot that is? It's instant. It says the second it got to the first, it, came, it burns, it's done. It got burned. Done, they said. What does a boat have to do with that? A boat's going to save you now? The boat go right through the boat. You know what the answer is? Hashem says, you do your part. Everything else is up to me. I'll take care of everything. I will take care of everything. On the house. And what happens if that should take care of everything? What do you do? You say, big fat, thank you. Yes. That's what I'll say. He gets out. What do you do? I have to say, thank you. What do I do? Thank you, Hashem. This is for you. Thank you. Do you understand that? That's a very important piece of life. And I told you this many times. You leave the day with Rosh. Even the day with Rosh, there's a special prayer that every Gemara in the beginning of the Gemara says to say, that's what it says. God that you were able to learn. Why? Do you know you just did? You know what's going to add in? You just got? You're not going to thank Hashem for that? Are you, are you what? Are you crazy? Are you that, uh, are you, are, are you missing that many truths not to thank Hashem? 
Every single morning when you wake up, what do you do every single morning? Thank Hashem. Thank you that I got up. Every single morning. Every single morning. Do you realize what we're going on? And that is the stages of greatness. I'll just say very quickly, sum up, and we'll conclude with this. We said tonight, match your potential. Don't let, don't let it, don't aim high. Second, we said, people are going to try to jab you a little bit. Hashem wants to see how strong you are, how strong your personality is. Don't let up. Don't let up. Don't give in. Thirdly, we have to have good character traits. Have the holy trait of humility. And we said have patience for others. Have leniencies for others. Don't be too strong on each person that didn't do what you wanted to do. He told the guy to get me a coffee or with sugar. He came out with no sugar. He stopped screaming at the guy. You're lucky you got you sugar. Go without sugar. You know what I'm saying? Have patience for people. And let's see what we say. You want to achieve greatness and you go to vote? Working hard. you got to put in the effort. You want front row and got in? You must work for it. It's not gonna, It comes with sweat. It doesn't come just like that. Let me just snap my fingers. Let me get. It comes with sweat. Do you realize what I just said? Again, it comes with sweat. Hard work. What do you mean, Rabbi? I never sweated. So start sweating to do me both. Start sweating. Yeah, you know how much Abba Chikuri has to sweat to get every, everything Wednesday night? I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying, he's trying to be humble, right? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know what he did last week? Last week, I'm just giving an example. Albert, I'm sure everybody's seen work. Thank you very much for that. So, I just want to explain to you, Albert. Don't. Just give me a guys, guys, I don't, I don't want to cook, cook this. But think about it. He works hard. What does he do? Every Wednesday, he's sending out text to every single guy here. He makes sure that watch everything, all the food is ready, prepared. This, that. Something's not prepared, he makes sure this. Text that person. Text me every day. Rama, are we on tonight? Are we not on tonight? What's the story? What's up? We starting? Da-da. He makes sure everything is set up. The camera guy is here. This guy is there. We out. Everything. Do you think he doesn't? You think he doesn't sweat? So that's one sweat. That, that's a sweat. A Wednesday night sweat. So in Shemar, he has a Wednesday night sweat, but he can't stop there. He's got to sweat Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Don't forget Thursday, Friday, Shabbat also. <laughs> right? Don't forget. Guys, guys, tell I live too. I love your class, Rabbi. But I live too far from the shul on Shabbat. I can't walk. What do you mean? Why can't you walk? Because it's hot out and I sweat. That's exactly the point. Go sweat. You walk. Yes. Get the scarf to you. I was walking with my daughters to shul. I live, I live far from the shul. I live far. I live on M and N East 7. This is East 13th Avenue T. Okay? Can you just imagine the walk? I was walking with my kids. One of my kids, my, my 10-year-old was telling me, Daddy, how do you do it? How do you walk so far every single Shabbat? So you know why? So why? And I told the whole story, and I said, there's something called Chatzit Yon. Every single step to honor Hashem, when I go to shul, I will get rewarded every single step. I don't feel the steps anymore, I tell her. You know, oh my goodness, if that's the case, she started walking, she said, I don't feel it either. Exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Yes, 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 yes. That's what happened. But sweat it out. Rabbi, I can't wake up in the morning. Sorry, I can't wake up. It's very hard for me. So what if it's very hard for you? Eat it up and get up. What should I tell you? I don't understand. No, Rabbi, you don't understand. So start it up. Start twice a week, three times a week, once a week. Go for the kill. You know, Rabbi, I'm doing it 40 days straight. I won't last time. 
I'm very I'm very proud of one guy now his name is Charlie Rowe. I'm very proud of it. Why? Because the other day he said he was dead tired and not not kidding me. He had a program, he told me for thirty days straight, he will not miss learning for thirty days straight. So he said a certain amount of hours, like about two hours a day. And he's been keeping it since. And he told me the night before, he said, Rabbi, I don't know how I'm waking up. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. But I said, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And he never stopped. He went for the kill. He's sweating it out. It's hard. But guess what? You're getting rewarded for it. You're getting a $100 million check. Do you care? For you don't care. What do you care? So therefore, you want this so wrong in Sweat it out. Rabbi, I want to do more learning. Wednesday night, I got nothing. I want to do Gemara. I want to go hardcore with the Gemara. I want to finish in a second. I want to sweat it out, Rabbi. Give me that sweat. Yeah? No, we'll give it. But you got to want it. Yourself, you got to want it. Teddy and I are here every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Besides Wednesday night, being in there 9 to 10, learning with a whole group of guys. Every single night, 9 to 10. He sweats it out. He can't make it one night. He calls me up. All right, I can't make it nine to ten. Please, I'm coming to your house. Seven to eight. Last night, we started learning. From seven to eight. After. Seven to eight, he came to my house. Why well, he splits it out? The guy splits it out. Why? He knows he's going to enter in front of him. This he's going to enter in front of him. He knows he wants to get right in front. So what does he do? Well, Rabbi, I didn't sweat today. Rabbi, close the door. Rabbi, I didn't sweat. I didn't sweat. I'm learning when you come out for one hour. So I sweat. Imagine you get a call like that. Crazy. When the guy's training, lifting weights, he knows that it's sweat. Yeah. The guy's running. Oh, boy, he's getting too hard, too difficult. What's too hard, too difficult? Come on. Get, get up. Get up to the plate already. Start hitting that home run. Start doing it. They have to beg the guy, call the guy, please, can you come to Shiro? Please come to Shiro. But if it's to be the opposite, the guy should be calling the rabbi. Rabbi, where are you? Where's that two hours before? Hold on, I texted calling. Let's go, she went tonight. That'd be the opposite. You gotta work hard. You gotta push your push your limits. No, it's okay, food. Make a barakah with kavanah next week. That's what you should do. Get the food. But the next week, when you're getting the food, say, Shakulia, do your full heart. Do your full God. Do it hard. Make it, make it work. Doy le fa, doy le fa, hey me hoy no me hoy no, yo vi soy a mi tojo en ser doy le fa.